What is up, everybody? I am Nick Shear, and this is the Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm joined with my partner in crime, Brody Bakken, and we just got done sitting down with Jen Henthorn, who is involved with an amazing nonprofit called New Pathways, not Family Pathways. Right, Brodo? Yeah, we uh, learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Pathways helps families, individuals uh, experiencing homelessness and is a a great resource for those individuals here in the Cambridge area, the the greater Cambridge area. Yeah, the five counties. So yeah, Jen has a lot of amazing information and a lot of great things that her nonprofit does. So you're going to want to hear about some of those things. Nick Nick made one yesterday that's really mean to me. Yeah. I'm but so it's funny. funny. It's funny, but well, it's... It, that's why people follow you. It, that's true. It's probably oh, the meanest true. thing I've done or said oh. or put out, but Did you cry? it might be our best one. Um, I haven't cried yet, but I just saw it like an hour ago, so that's usually... It'll give me <laughs> ammo tonight, maybe, to shed a few tears, but it's good. You maybe can, you can come up with some revenge tactics. He is going okay. to. Yeah, I've already been thinking. See, so we yeah. just got a, a green screen. Oh. <gasps> So oh. I had fun with it for the first time um, and put something together and it bashes And this is what bit. you don't like? He this likes The green it. screen thing? Okay. No, I don't really like it at all. Mm. And mm. Nick did not ask if he could buy it. He just said, oh, by the way, I bought this. Yeah. <laughs> I see a long-term successful relationship here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hopefully we don't get divorced. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, we just got, we're doing the indoor scoreboard for the high school. So we're trying to put together some fun, different, creative ideas for that. Fun. What do you mean and you're doing the, the scoreboard? So if, if you've been to the high school basketball games or volleyball games, they have a really nice new video scoreboard where they can actually play commercials oh, at timeouts and different okay. things like that. Okay. So we're that makes trying more sense to, uh, we scouted it out last year and looked at some of our competition and we're going to, we're going to blow it out of the water. So kind of like the ads before a movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really and someone somebody. calls time okay. out and then you're going to see our face on there and we're going to be talking or Sweet. doing a green screen something or another. And you both went to Cambridge, right? Okay. Yeah. Yes, we did. We were locker mates. Oh. Okay. He shared my locker. We weren't locker mates. Was this mates. because you couldn't get into your own? <laughs> I had to go upstairs and that was really inconvenient for oh. me. So I just <laughs> okay. started moving my books in down to, he was in a central spot. And then people started hanging out. Once I moved into the locker, then yeah. people started kind of hanging out. You know how they kind of you make circles in, the, it's in between been a while. classes? It's been a while, but yeah, I think Ours I remember. Kinda, after I kind of moved in, that would kind of end up being the spot for most people. So Ours went alphabetically. Maybe that's why you were upstairs. I was. The body was in so. the front of the alphabet. Yeah. 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 Okay. But that was fun. Good. Good deal. We are with uh, Jen Henthorne, who is the community engagement coordinator with New Pathways right here in Cambridge. Um, and we invited her in to talk about all of her programming and to um, share the difference between New Pathways and Family <laughs> Pathways uh, and to give her a platform so that she can share with, with everybody what she's passionate about and, and what we can do to help um, with this awesome program. Do you want me to talk now? Yeah. Okay. Just so you know, we can edit everything. <laughs> All right. So he'll, he'll make it sound really. I'll okay. make it sound like we're actually talking. Like, I, I I really hope so because you know, and I will pr- try to slow down. I like to talk fast. <laughs> yes, my name is Jenny Henthorne, and it's a mouthful of a title, but um, it was a position that was created 
And Mary had wanted to implement it for years. Mary's our executive director who kind of did everything with a nonprofit. That's what happens. We are new pathways, new pathways. <laughs> We've yeah. been around since 2000, about the same time that Family Pathways started. But we are um, a shelter for families experiencing homelessness in, the, in upper Minnesota, in the 7E section. So we cover five counties. Chisago, Isani, Kinebic Pine, and Malax. It just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, so, that was easy. That was good. Wow. Yeah, I right? thought you were setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, that would I a lot actually alphabetize it and remember it that way. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Yeah, it's impressive, isn't it? Um, so, yep, we've been serving families since uh, 2000. We have two different programs. Our shelter program, which is right here in Cambridge, um, where families come and hang out with us during the day and they work on their goals um, and things that they want to complete, like finding a job, finding housing. They work with our case manager. Um, and then at night, we actually partner with, right now, 17 different area churches um, in the five counties, and they um, shelter them at night. So they sleep there at night, and they provide um, fellowship, uh, dinner, they sleep there in the morning, they wake up, and they provide breakfast for them. Wow. Yep. And then um, I have about six volunteer van drivers that go to the local churches and pick them up and then drop them off Holy every buckets. day, except for the weekends when we have a weekend advocate who covers that. So, huh. yeah. Did so 17 churches do that? Yep. We've got, well, we've got 14 host churches and then three support churches. I hope I'm talking in. Yeah, okay. No, I think you're good. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, you'll be good. And then we've got three support churches right now that help our hosting churches. So so that's our makeup for our shelter program. Um, and then we've also got a transitional housing program where we've got currently 10 units. Um, and that's for long-term homeless families. And it's based on their income. And they are just right up the road, um, kind of over by the courthouse. Uh, we've got 10 units there, and we will be breaking ground in March um, on an additional 14 units. And that'll be over by the um, Cambridge what the Christian, School. Christian School. Yes, it's, you can see it oh, right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's Metro Plains. That's putting that up. But we'll have 14 units there that we have to quickly furnish <laughs> and get all that in place. So it's exciting. So we're going from 10 units to 24 by March. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. So that's our supportive housing um, program, and our supportive housing case manager actually has her office in one of the townhome. Um, there's an office space in there. So, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. So you said those are these townhomes are for long term. Mm-hmm. So how do yep. you differentiate between someone doing that or being at the churches? Um, the long-term housing program, um, there is a, a housing list for the state of Minnesota, and I'm not very good at explaining this. Um, <laughs> so you have to be put on the housing list for the state of Minnesota. And um, I think Lakes and Pines handles a lot of that right now. So it, it takes a little bit to get on that list because it's income-based. But um, sometimes our families are the ones that transition into the units over there, and sometimes they're not. So... But long-term homeless is um, kind of a longer length. And our, our regular day shelter program, um, six months, it can extend to nine months. But obviously, we want to be successful and get him then into long-term housing, which can be an apartment also, hmm. so or a house, or that kind of a thing. So, so these churches open up their doors <laughs> seven days a week? Yep. 
every yep. night. Yeah, it is. It's quite the program. So every Sunday, we, okay, <laughs> we have a trailer that contains all the um, the bed frames and mattresses and pillows and that kind of thing. So that the church that has it that week on Sunday morning drops it off at the next church hmm. when their week is done. Hmm. So it's kind of like a mobile gotcha. mobile bedding unit. Um, and then the church has all the bedding and, and all that stuff, so they take care of that. So really, um, it's kind of a cool program. So then volunteers hurry up, set up the beds, um, and then our families get dropped off by 5 o'clock that night, every night of the week. So, hmm. yeah. And, and then they return to us at 8 a.m. in the morning. So um, you have 14 churches that mm-hmm. are... That are, are hosting. Hosting. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, they host for one full week at a time yep. every 14 weeks. You got it. Yep. So cool. Yeah. We are down a couple churches, which I'm looking for a couple, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normally we have um, 16 and then we have a full year, but we've got sure. a... Then we put them in a hotel if we don't have coverage. So yeah. And during COVID... Um, our program could have shut down, but um, we secured enough funding for um, us to be able to put them in a hotel. Wow. Um, and then Mary got a grant um, through all the, for the state, I think, um, to be able to keep them in the hotel. So they ended up being in the hotel for almost two and a half years. Wow. So really, we just rolled our program out a year ago, which is part of the reason why they hired me to, to work with the churches and get all that going. So. It's been exciting. So it's it's been like we're starting school again, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we restarted the program really a year ago in October. So Wow. That yeah. is awesome. It is pretty that awesome. It is so cool. Yeah. And it, it takes 700 volunteers a year between all the different churches. Mm-hmm. And um, a normal church week, we guesstimate it'd be probably about 200 volunteer hours to just have everything function and going. And so they're recruiting volunteers. Sure. And in the church. So, yeah, it's kind of a cool and, program. And they, you said they do like a dinner and a breakfast mm-hmm. at the church. Yep. So they're, they're finding their volunteers to help with yep. all that kind of stuff. So they're providing volunteers for meals. Um, the least um, favorite shift is the overnight shift. <laughs> but to me, I mean, it would be kind of easy if you can sleep in another bed. Sure it'd be easy. All you have to do is sleep. So, yeah. And then, um, yep. Then they pack up and they go to the next church the next week. So yeah. Our furthest churches in Princeton going that way. Um, and going the other way it's in Lindstrom. We've got two churches there. So super cool. Yeah. So, so they, um, you know, stay in, in this church and then they, um, they have volunteers fed breakfast, help mm-hmm. with feeding breakfast yep. or getting getting breakfast for them. Yep. Um, and then you said that you've got people that are volunteering to drive them somewhere. So yep. you've got people that are going to all different schools, I'd imagine. No. Um, with the kids in schools, um, there's a law, and I can't remember the name of it right now. I can get it to you, though. Yeah, we can, um, you can email us later. You can make it yeah. up. And <laughs> Well, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, the school district is required, if it is a homeless family, to provide transportation from from where they're staying to the school. So literally, we've had four vans um, at the churches in the morning picking up four different kids or four different families and bringing them to districts or schools kind of everywhere. Sure, that's right. So, yeah. And then they drop them off at the shelter, usually um, 
before my driver comes to take him to the church. So sure. Yeah. Huh. Very good. And, and those, um, same van driver volunteers are bringing the adults to, um, to your shelter or are they, are there yep. other they bring places them, that they, they would bring them to the shelter in the morning if the kiddos aren't with, um, and then they bring them back to the churches at night. Cool. And what, what are, what kinds of programming stuff is your case manager working on during oh, the day? A bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to speak for her, but sure. <laughs> she works, um, to get expungements on, um, if they're late on their rent. Sure. I can't think of the name of it. See, maybe I'm not a good podcast person. You're killing uh, it. I think you're doing <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so she'll work on expungements. Um, that's really um, a, a big thing that limits them when they're trying to find even an apartment. Sure. Rent. So um, she's successfully done that in the last six months a couple of times. So um, even, even things as silly as... Um, getting their ID, like they'll lose their ID if they have to leave in the middle of the night and, and just have kind of the clothes on their back. So mm-hmm. working with, um, the County to get them there and get that figured out too. So it's just a number of different things. Sure. Um, a lot of times they don't have even food. So, um, we do provide, um, kind of grocery cards and we have gas cards that we supply and provide to them also. So a lot of them do have their own transportation. Some do not. And then, then that's when my van drivers will sure. bring them back and forth. So. Sure. You obviously have like a lot, a lot of volunteers that help out. Fortunately, where, where does most of your funding come for some of these other things? Um, actually this is the first year in a long time that we've um, received a huge state grant. But before that, um, people, organizations, wow. she applies for a lot of different grants, but, um, yeah. It's kind of amazing. No kidding. Well, tell me about this Mary. You've mentioned her a few times. Mary is our executive director, mm-hmm. and she's been there um, for 20 years. The program's been in existence for 23. I think she's coming up on 21 years. And she started um, as a case manager, and now she's the executive director. And okay. she's very well known in the community and respected. So um, she um, kind of has a handle on because she's been in all the different positions, she kind of knows um, what to expect from different situations and, and how to handle them. So, but we've got just a great group of people that work there. So for, um, for instance, we have, let me think, we have five people that work through the shelter program and one that runs our transitional housing program. So at any time we our max families right now we can take five people a max of or five families a max of 20 people and we are normally always full unfortunately that's just not going away so a lot of our volunteer we personally don't have to recruit a lot of volunteers um it's the churches that do but a part of my job would be um going to the churches if they need help with that and kind of explaining the program but a lot of our churches have been involved for a long time so I don't really have to do that a whole lot, but um, it is, it's just amazing. And a lot of, they're so compassionate um, to our families also. So what are the things you do, you do on a daily basis? You're trying to get out in the community and spread the word and let people know what's I've happening. i to tell you, I've done Because, I mean, I don't know about you, mine, just to hear those numbers and to hear mm-hmm. the, the things that go on that you don't hear about that is such a... Mm-hmm game changer for these families right right yep and it it can just be one i think there's a lot of um uh, 
there's a lot of judgment. I think when you when some people think of homeless families, uh, a lot of times it's just one auto expense, one somebody losing their job. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. it's just you you're just one problem away from becoming homeless. Um, because some and people that goes just, for a lot of families. Exactly. Your fam- your, yeah. You so know. I think there's a stigma. I guess that's the word sure. when it comes to to homeless, but. They're great families. It's great to work with. Um, it is a little sad. You just get used to having them around, and then they transition into, uh, which is our goal, but you mm-hmm. miss them all the same. So, yeah. yeah, in the last 14 months, there's been a great group of families that have come and secured housing. And we've got just some great statistics, statistics too, um, where it shows that the program's working, and they're staying in in the housing that they were that they left to go into. So... Yeah. So since 2000, I'll throw a couple stats out. All right. I'm, yes. I'm kind of a geek. Get the papers out. Yeah. Here comes the notepad. Yeah. So since 2000, we have helped um, 695 families. And wow. yep, 1,280 of those were children, and 937 of them were adults. Wow. The negative of that. <laughs> With us only being able to house five families, we've turned away 1,034. Ooh. Yeah. And you kind of said you're, you're kind of restarting, rebooting. So what are like mm-hmm. some of the big initiatives? Obviously, these new townhomes, you're going to be able yep. to house and help more families. Yeah, we're more than What do you continue that. to do? I mean, it, you, you, you kind of need to grow. You have, there's too much demand for you still, right? Yes. So what kind of things... Are, are you doing to help? There are of? some things on the horizon, and I'm not able to Ooh, talk about that okay. right now. That's fine. <laughs> yes. Led you right into that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's going to be great things, and it yeah. will know more um, end of the year. Okay. Yes. But that is the ultimate goal mm-hmm. because it's just not going away. So our well, ultimate I, goal is to, to grow and, and be able to provide um, our services to more families. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can tell you just because we're in real estate, there's a housing shortage for people that are looking to buy homes and have the ability to. Yeah. There's also a shortage on homes that you can rent. And because of that, the affordability has got to be a huge, huge, huge piece right now. This stat always gets me. So in order to be able to afford um, an apartment, you have to make twenty five, fifty six an hour. I don't know the exact amount, but it's just crazy. And Mm. that's that's just... An apartment that's not anything else so yeah affordable housing is a is a huge topic so but 80 percent 81 percent of our families that we served last fiscal year um secured permanent housing whoa so wow good for I you that's i told you that's why i'm a geek for stats but and we serve all different family types we are a family shelter we are one of the few around um we have different family types. We have grandparents that come in with grandchildren that, that sure. Um, mm-hmm. we have dual pan parents, which that's our single mom is really our top. And then we have single dads that come in and then we actually had a multi-generational family our last fiscal year. So it was, um, a mom with her adult daughter who was pregnant. So mm, yeah. <laughs> it was a multi-generational one. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. And right now, our, our counties are kind of shifting from the five that we serve from last year. It, it's the year before we were at 29%, I say, and this past year we we're 41%. Wow. So most of them are coming from our county. Wow. Which, 
Yeah. So I want to dig into that stat a little bit. Mm -hmm. Four out of five families that you're helping last year Mm -hmm. secured uh, long-term permanent Mm -hmm. housing. What what do you think is like the greatest um, contributor to to that statistic? Is it what is it? You know, and, and usually we're right around that high seventy nine yeah. into the early eighty percent. Mm-hmm. I think it's that they're allowed time to be able to 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 figure out what they need to do to make it successful with our case manager. And it really it's just um, we're such a small group that um, we're all kind of hands-on, but our case manager does an amazing job at, cool. at trying to work with them, even on budgeting and that kind of stuff. So I love that. So it's not just a, a short-term solution to a long-term problem, I guess, if that makes so sense. So cool, I love like that. Like you said, it's people just having an auto repair mm-hmm. that needs to be done that wakes, yeah. gives them a wake-up call. Like, I don't I don't have yeah. another option. I don't have a place to go. And, yeah. you know, obviously they're going to rebound from that yeah hopefully sadly another stat that i don't like is 60 percent 68 percent of the adults in the program were coming from a history of being a domestic violence okay so actually that went down from the previous year so whoa yeah that's a big number which is that's why a lot of our program is confidential okay because they're fleeing and and a lot of times they just come in with a bag of what Mm. they have so Mm. We do work with a lot of great people in the area, though. It's amazing. Um, it's it's amazing. The, the Cambridge community is amazing, and and the five counties that we work in. I shouldn't just limit it to Cambridge, yeah. but mm-hmm. a lot of the businesses in town work with us to do drives and um, different things. So it's kind of cool. What what are some of the things that a person listening to this podcast can do to to help and contribute? What are some of the biggest or most helpful ways they can do that? Um, well, we always have a wish list, and um, we're going to be rolling out our new website. So that was another thing I was hired to do. Like all of these things kind of help with the program rebooting a year ago, but um, we've got a new logo that we rolled out at about the same time. Um, the website hopefully next week I'll be able to go live with a new website that we've been working on for a while. And on there, I will update the, our wish list. We have a wish list of supplies that we always kind of need for our day center. Um, so that's one big area. Um, like I said, we are always looking for volunteers and we're hoping to kind of increase that with people who maybe have a special project that they want to work with our families on, that kind of thing. Um, let's see. I don't know. And there's always kind of like different requests that our families might need that really isn't in our budget. So I'll throw those out on usually on our Facebook page. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So follow you on Facebook for wish lists and different, Mm -hmm. different things that are going to obviously help a family in a big way. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. 700 volunteers throughout the year at churches would be a pretty good uh, easy way My mind to, is still blown that, that yeah. that's the system that's, that's put in place. Yes. Or, and and the, the fact that it's a trailer and you pack that up and you... Yeah. But I was just what, blown away I mean, by that when I first started. Yeah. Like, it's just cool like to think about it. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I going to say? Well, I don't know. On our new website, you'll be able to kind of look into our history. And it was originally started... Um, not as a shelter program, um, but then it, it fastly developed into it because it was a need in the community. So it was more gotcha. a resource program. Okay. Um, 
And then from there, it just, it kind of blossoms. Is New now. Pathways um, uh, a nationwide program no. or is it really, it really it is really just a is local, just was a local. built here mm-hmm. and built around, okay. It was started by Marge and Cheryl Burns um, back in 2000 and you'll be able mm-hmm. to see this on the new website. Nice. <laughs> um, and nope, and it's just blossomed since then and they've mm. kept it going even through the COVID pandemic, mm. which is, still amazes me. So, yeah, yeah. Although it was nice for our families that they were in the hotel for two years, yeah. <laughs> different families, yeah. but they didn't have yeah. to move every week, which is kind of a downfall, but it also kind of changes, changes it up a little bit. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the kids are, the kids are just so appreciative to even have, um, different kids to play with. It's amazing. Kids are just mm. really resilient when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Some of the stories you just go, Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 You know, I get excited because they like draw with chalk around the shelter and you never know what you're going to see. You just never know what you're going to walk into. Really? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Hmm, Fun. Yeah. Unbelievable. Good. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know what new pathways is. Not yeah. family pathways. <laughs> Not family pathways. Which I'm sure they do great things. We as were well. also impressed with them. Yeah. Yeah. So. No. Yes. They <laughs> equally, equally. If, yeah. Yep. But that, yeah, that's got to be tough to it, have. It is. That. We actually get um, phone call. I used to get a lot more phone calls, like at least two a week for, and it takes a little bit to figure out that they're probably trying to get a hold of new path or family pathways. Right. Oh yeah, See? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. But we are new pathways. Thinking mm-hmm. about it that way, they are in a new path into their home. Sure, I love it. Yeah. Okay. I love it. <laughs> got it. Everyone's got it now. Yeah, but in my 14 months, I was going to say, um, you asked what I what I like to do or what I've been doing. Things that I never would have imagined, Brody. Yeah. Yeah, I got to judge the Triple B beard contest at the Isani County Fair. Now we're talking. The Blue Ribbon Beard Contest, <laughs> where I learned a lot about beards. I think you should enter. I was going to say, how's mine looking? You got to grow it out a little bit more, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about how about mine? So how about after next? about three days, I get a little bit right here on my neck. Yeah. Not so much over on this side. Yeah. I and then goatee. I really don't know. But I sat next to the number two guy in the uh-huh. world. Like, he got his award in Germany. So I sat next to him. Wow. You know, I think I saw I think I saw something on this It somewhere. was pretty cool. Yeah. It was actually kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. So they're donating all the proceeds for the registration fee to us, which is, yeah. So then That's I got cool. to be a judge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Very cool. cool. Mm. Yeah. Um, that was... That was a great answer, but kind of like a politician. Could you go ahead and tell him how his <laughs> yeah. beard looks? Yeah, I can oh, pass. well, I can't really see it. <laughs> yeah, beard. same. No, it might be yeah. a little bit like a three o'clock <laughs> shadow. What time is it? Yeah. <laughs> it is three o'clock. Uh, yeah. It's too good. No, it's amazing though. Like, and the guy next to me was giving tips like, don't shave right here. Don't ever shave under. Like, if you lift your beard up, don't ever shave under. I can't believe I'm saying this on the podcast. That's well, awesome. I'm learning something. Yeah, something new. And there's a something special, that's going to be useful for you. Not so much. There's a special <laughs> wax that you can use if you want to do the the handlebar oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do want to because yeah. yeah. those are <laughs> yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah, those are sweet. I'm telling you, the guy that I sat next to. Should I show you? If, I'll find the picture and show you. Yeah, there I'm you done. go. He like it's like it's he styles it. It was all like rolly curlies. Number two though. Number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. Mm-hmm. And who knew that there was a um, na- or even a national beard association? There's also a Minnesota chapter. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So you got yeah. to judge that, and proceeds went towards yes. new pathways. Yeah. Do you guys do other events mm-hmm. as well? We do. For- um, 
We've got one that'll be coming up in February. It'll be at the Bram Event Center, but um, we're still working on it. So Okay. We'll let us know <laughs> and we can promote it. And then every year we have a family reunion at Erickson Farmstead where we actually bring our families in. And if they're comfortable with talking about their um, their process and, and what they went through, then they do that. They're, the first year they did it, everybody was crying just because... Mm. They're just in a great new place. Um, but we also do the family reunion to thank all of our volunteers, all of our... Cool. All of our volunteers. Must 700. be a big event. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's just fun. It's not a fundraiser. It's just to thank okay. them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you ever have any events or if we have anything going on, we'll have to cool, keep cool. you guys in mind for anything we do. Very cool. Sounds good to us. And we have to volunteer. Ha <laughs> For sure. How about a dunk tank? Do you like a dunk tank? We have many just... discussions about dunk tanks. <laughs> Nick would probably like to just... buy one, I'm sure. I've looked into it. It's uh-huh. not, not super cheap. No, I bet not. <laughs> I we bet could rent that. one, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, we've looked into We've actually things. never had a dunk tank that just popped in my head. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure why. It's probably in your notes. You wanted to bring it Either up. Maybe, yeah. But I didn't even take my notes out. So. <laughs> Except for my stats. All right. Well, I think else? you killed it. No, nope. I great. think that was awesome. Your first podcast, and you even yeah. thank you. You even listened to our other ones. I did. You yeah. know, I needed to prepare. I'm a preparer. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. Gotta yeah. know what you're coming into. Yep. I like to prepare too. Do you? Yeah. 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 I looked up family pathways. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> no, and I minutes. yeah, I looked up family pathways for uh, about 45 shoot. minutes okay, yesterday. Well, looking into things. You but should look up new pathways. That I'm, that we will. Too, and yeah. I can't wait well, for the new website. Well, now you have a QR code that you can just scan. I love it. On the back of QR codes. Uh, I know. I on the back of my that, card and the brochure. Nothing against family pathways, but I don't think they had QR codes. <laughs> <laughs> good, good answer, politician. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. You. I was excited it. to come in and chat with you guys. We'll do it more often. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right.